everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Book More Show. It's Stuart here, and today we've got a great guest lined up. We're going to be speaking with Focus James, who's just written a book called How to Have a Healthy Love Affair. Focus and I have had the opportunity to speak by email a couple of times, but this is the first time we've spoken in person. And I know the guys, every time they uh, they have opportunity to speak with Focus, I always hear about it because it's always such a... Uh, great experience she got such a passion and an energy so i'm really looking forward to this episode i think we're going to get a lot out of it as we get focus's book out there ready to uh ready to hit the world so focus thanks for your time today looking forward to this call oh you are welcome i'm so glad to be here and i love your accent so i can talk to you all day long Focus, I've got a bit of a connection because she's outside Philadelphia, which is where my fiance is. So uh, in the not too distant future, we're going to be a little bit geographically closer than we are now, separated by about three and a half thousand miles. So hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, meet in person and um, you can uh, listen to my accent and I'll listen to yours and uh, we'll have a good coffee. (laughs) Absolutely. I look forward to it. Fantastic. So a bit of background for everyone else there listening in so focus jumped on board uh, about six weeks ago i think now maybe a little bit more um she's got an event coming up in the next couple of days so the team were focused on getting everything up and and uh and running ready for this event so that uh so that there was something physically available to to meet this audience the book as i mentioned is called how to have a healthy love affair and i think it's a fantastic perspective on an issue that a lot of people um, suffer with or struggle through so what i wanted to start about start talking about was a i'll ask focus in a second to give a bit of background in her own words but one of the early things i think we should talk about is just this slightly different perspective a lot of times as people are coming into the process they may be struggling to think about what to write about or how to choose the subject so Focus. Let's start with what the your background and kind of what brought you to write in the book and what you do and how it supports that uh, how it supports you and your business. Awesome. Yes. Thanks. Great question. So I actually got married at eighteen as a Christian, um, trying to solve one problem and created ten more. I was so <laughs> young. <laughs> I was so young. Definitely didn't know who I was, and sure enough, couldn't pick a partner uh, for a lifetime. So I really it, it got clear to me that I just didn't know what I was doing. About three weeks into the marriage, when the clothes were piling up, and my husband looked at me, and I looked at him, and we were like, "Who's washing those clothes?" Right. So <laughs> <laughs> and I remember saying to him, wow, that's a big pile of clothes. And he looked at me and I saw this face. He, you know, he was like, you're, you're supposed to do that. And I'm looking at him like, I'm supposed to do that? Oh, it was, it was just a, a hilarious moment now. But at that moment, I felt a lot of pressure because I was actually walking out the door as a full-time, yes, as a full-time student from eight to noon and then working from one to to uh to like seven in the evening at a part-time job. So I was an athlete, uh, an academic. So my mom, fed us, made sure our food was ready, our clothes were washed. So I spontaneously, you know, got married and uh, she definitely told me I wasn't ready. So this is where the birth of this book comes from because the tagline to how to have a healthy love affair is you could be happy or you could be right, but you can't be both. Well, uh, actually, when I called her about three weeks into the marriage asking her how to wash clothes, she took a deep breath and a sigh that said to me, you are wrong. I told you, you were not ready for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for the better part of the marriage, my life was dedicated to prove her wrong because I was an athlete. I was competitive, Stuart. So I had to prove her wrong. Well, That's you can imagine good how external that motivation. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you can imagine how that marriage went. You can imagine how her and I conversations went about marriage. It was all about competition and me trying to prove to be right and make her wrong. Right. So no love between there, no real mentoring there uh, because of my stubbornness. But, uh, you know, out in that marriage ending, I learned so much about, uh, you know, the interaction of humanity. And it really was confronting and caused me to have a hunger to read and go to seminars and workshops and listen to YouTubes and really try to understand the dynamics of humanity. So that's where it came from. It actually got birthed out of pain uh, with the with the husband that I married and a mother who gave me life source, just not knowing how to navigate with humanity. So um, I'm actually, you know, the poster child of what not to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to have a healthy love affair and how, 
Um, so, and then just really sought and got hungry for how to master uh, communication in a way that caused a win-win. Mm-hmm. So when people uh, come on board with us, this is often the first time that we've spoken to them. A lot of the time we're working through some of those steps to pick a title, dial in that single target audience and the subheading that kind of amplifies the subject. But I think when we started working with you, all of these things were in place already. Your subheading that you can be happy, you can be right, but you can't be both. is such a fantastic um it just amplifies and delivers such a strong message of the promise of the solution and and the key issue that people face as they're going through it. Is that something, that subheading, is that something that you've had for a long time? Was that the early, um, the early manifestation of it with those things you realized? Or what was the, the kind of genesis of that subheading? Yes, it, it actually is. And I just had to get that I can I can argue well. Okay. <laughs> I can I can argue well. My first degree is in early child education, my second degree is in communication. So I can make you feel like a little boy real well, right? So that <laughs> and that doesn't bring anybody joy, right? So I have the psychology right. of how to talk to people and I wanted to use it powerfully. So how can I build people up and be able to deliver well so that there is a win-win? Uh, so that's where it started from. As I was going to college, I was realizing that there is power in words and, you know, how you raise your voice and lower your voice and lean in when you talk right. to people and your, and your body language. So I quickly got the concept, but still in my immaturity, trying to figure out how to use it and temper myself and know how to control my own self inside of dynamics when someone says something to me. Am I responding? Or am I actually reacting, right? So right. Uh, a lot of nuances in learning how to, you know, uh, dance the dance called uh, being with humanity. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's such a great example. And I think for, as people are listening to this, even if uh, someone's coming to it from maybe a financial services background or something that's very kind of um, academical numbers based rather than the emotional based subject, just thinking, mm-hmm. just reading the words and seeing that the subheading amplifies the the message of the title so much and really kind of encourages people to raise their hand because it delivers the promise of a solution. I think this is just one of the best examples that uh, that I've seen for a long time. And it's uh, it's really fascinating that you came to it or came to us with this already. It's not something that we had to work through. So I think the book falling under the, um, or the content in the book falling in place after people kind of open it up and move from that, Uh, from that title to that subheading to the chapter outline all of it is so coherent and leads towards the kind of the call to action at the back and the next steps it's it really is such a great model and listening to you talk and the framework and particularly it's um something that i pick up on is that difference between responding and reacting so often it's um it's that taking that second slow thinking, I think is another term that I've heard people talk about in the same kind of context, but taking that extra moment to think about, okay, are the words that are about to come out of my mouth just an emotional reaction to it? Or is this the best possible response I can give to to um, mm-hmm. have an outcome that's that's beneficial for everyone? It's fascinating. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. So, yeah, I can't say it any better. I think one of the things I had to really get present to it and the bodies I was leaving behind, Stuart. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, <laughs> I don't. I was right. I got my point across. I told my truth, which is a truth, but doesn't mean it's the truth. And and where am I leaving people? What am I up to? Uh, so it yeah. created a whole empire inside of me of how I want to offer that to other people. That you get to be who you are authentically and in a way that works and get you the world and the love that you want. So it transcends not only to relationships, but to, to business. So I have a component to go in and teach and train in a business where I have what's called a lunch and learn. So I get, you know, the, the boss buys the lunch and I, and I teach, right? And they get to learn. And then mm-hmm. outside of you get to either, you know, become a co- uh, hire me as a coach or a consultant. Um, and of course, for families, singles and, and, and love partners as well. And of course, the married couples. And definitely are divorcees, right? They're going to be connected financially or with children for the next 20, 30 years. They also need a way of being with each other that works, that's authentic, and get that the marriage fell. But now where do we go from here? 
So it's all encumbersome, right? How to have a relationship matters in every area of your life. It's like nowhere you can not, not have it. Even the geek in the back, you know, of his mom's basement, right. he got to sell it to somebody. So he has to know how to communicate, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's so true, isn't it? All of those, all of those different relationships and elements, the divorce one that you mentioned there is a great example, I think is... Uh, it's really not the thing that's thought about because coming together in a relationship, it's so much about coming to the together element, but the the separating is so much about the separation, but it's impossible to completely separate. There should still be, or often has to be some sort kind of connection and yeah. navigating that different, the different dynamics. I think I really liked what you were talking about. The, the, um, the kind of fact that it's not a zero sum game just because too many people think about winning has the flip side to losing and it's mm-hmm. it's that that's a problematic way of thinking about it it's really exactly. you know, sounding like a cliche but what's the outcome that can be a, a win for everyone think about the bigger picture i guess the kind of the, the overall battle not the individual campaign exactly beautifully put mm-hmm. so you were talking about your your business, the way that you're set up, um, that's more one-on-one consulting or group consulting or remote consulting. Um, just want to give people a bit of background so they can kind of position where, where you are when they compare with, with where they are. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So absolutely. If I'm local, I can come to a business or a small uh, home-based business and or a corporate. Um, actually, of course I can travel as well. We live in this awesome country. You can fly anywhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I can get <laughs> technology definitely. So a lot of my clients I either FaceTime with Zoom, whatever they feel comfortable, Skype. Um, so either way, we can. And some people are old school; they don't want to do any of that, so they rather have a conference call or we come sit in their home with them and their spouse or them and their children. So whatever way works for you, I'm definitely open, and I want to make sure you you're the most comfortable. But I find most of my one on ones are over some type of technology. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it adds in that extra element. It, it's slightly more dynamic. It's uh, more flexible for people. And I guess as as part of the relationship challenges that people have got either in the workplace or at home, one of those elements is is juggling all of the all of the commitments and things that people need to do. So being able to deliver your element of it, the business, uh, the the coaching, the support, and training and guidance in a way that's kind of um, um, reactive and uh or responsive rather and uh takes that into consideration just makes it all the more uh, all the more likely to be successful yes i agree a thousand percent i, I want to set people up to win right so whatever right. works for you to get the content and because it takes something to generate yourself when you hire a life coach it's already confronting you're already right. going to yeah. you know have to be dealing with things that don't work so i don't want to make the travel to and fro any harder so if we can hop on media you don't have to park or drive and vice versa and yeah. we can jump right in and get into it and without you leaving your home or finding babysitters it, it's just a win-win that's the whole goal yeah Absolutely. Um, so let's look at then moving into the, so we've got the event that's coming up in, well, I think it's next week as we record this. Um, yeah. so in fact, so this episode is going to be episode 59 in the stream. So I think that's going out a week on Saturday as we record. So I think you should be in the middle or in the, in the kind of throes of the event as this goes live. So we'll definitely have to do a quick follow-up afterwards. Um, awesome. So that, that's uh, in um, that element of using the book as part of the overall funnel. We'll get to that in a second. I just want to quickly, again, give a bit of background to people and think about your lead generation activities at the moment, the people who kind of come into your world. You've obviously been doing what you're doing for quite some time. So are the majority of people coming to you because of a personal referral or from some other advertising or marketing activity that you're doing? Yeah, great question. So generally, anywhere I go, I pick up a client, but I can't be everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's the birth of the book. So generally, if I'm in a networking event, I'm going to pick up a client. Um, Just from my uh, being able to hear what's not being said and be able to see what's not been yet told. So I get in a conversation with the person and, and walk out the event, I'm going to have a client. 
but I knew I definitely needed another way to be able to reach the masses because I masses because I can't be everywhere at the same time. But if I had something like an amazing tool like a book, people can immediately, you know, kind of feel my spirit, my mindset, where I'm going with what the coaching is about, and then raise their hand and say, that's me. Uh, So yes, and also referrals. So as I coach uh, different couples and singles, if you will, they go, oh, and I know someone. And then that's how it kind of rolls along as far as being able to get uh, uh, new customers, if you will, a client. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And I think that resonates with so many people, maybe two thirds of the people that we deal with, or certainly that I deal with, um, obviously the team are in place and deal with a lot of the day-to-day interactions with people. And we've got uh, all of the individual team members uh, are looking after their own discipline. I'll often talk to people in terms of strategy calls or some separate projects that we do. But the those conversations very much refer around or revolve around that personal connection and not doing things at a huge scale. I can't think of really any example where we've got people talking about, I need this thing to work at a huge scale and I'm just looking at the numbers. And at the end of this funnel, I want automatically just a a handful of people to pop out of the bottom. Almost (laughs) everyone that I can think of, we're dealing with some kind of personal interaction, if not actually one-on-one, but certainly from an email point of view or keeping their finger on the pulse. And I think that's what really makes a big difference. I was just talking to someone yesterday about that and and the kind of the difference between still a scalable, but a relatively high touch way of dealing with people as opposed to kind of like a burn and churn type, um, like typically an AdWords type model where you're just trying to get lots of people in at the front end and then push them through a couple of steps and hopefully the ones who have expressed themselves are the hottest pop out the bottom. I think one of the real benefits that having a book gives you the opportunity to create is many more of those individual touch points, many more opportunities to kind of make that personal connection using the book as the um, as the primary primary asset, as the thing that you can refer back to, as the kind of the opportunity to have a talking point that can then lead on to something else. Um, it just makes all of that, it amplifies all of that and gives a lot more opportunities. I agree. And that's what also gave me the oomph to uh, write the book. When I got the engagement, well, one, I was actually headed out to uh, Chicago with Les Brown for a speaker's camp. It's called Inspire to Speak. And my daughter uh, has a good friend in her class. And I asked the mom, can she take uh, my daughter to and fro one of those days I would be there? And she said, well, what's up? What are you doing? And I told her, I'm a life coach. I'm going for a speaking certification by the Les Brown. I'm really excited about it. And she said, Diva Girls, Diva Girls, you got to find out about Diva Girls Philadelphia. I said, I sure will when I come back. And when I get back, I have a financial coach that's called a crew. Everybody that's listening, Oprah has four coaches. <laughs> <laughs> so I say to my my life, my uh, financial coach, he wants me to go to an event and um and hear him speak. And I'm like, sure, I'm there. This man has saved me a lot of money. Uh, so I'm there when he says, let's, I say, go. So he says, diva girl. I'm like, diva girl. Wow. So um, he's like, yes, the founder is going to be there. So it was so perfect that I got connected to areas in my life. And that's the event we've been talking about. May 5th is Diva Girl Philly. They're having their annual, fourth annual event of the women empowerment and fitness that I'll be speaking to. So for me, I was like, I need to get a a tool out because there's going to be 200 women there. As much as I can talk, I want to be effective. And what's a good tool that can also get out there and have people have a conversation with me that I might not be able to touch each and every one of them. Uh, So that's when the fire got lit underneath me that I need to get this book out. And my speech is, you could be right, you could be happy, but you can't be both. And then the founder, her name is Majette, she actually tagged it with how to have a healthy love affair. We had an amazing conversation. And I said to her, what do your women need to hear? Because I believe you don't want to get in the way of what you want to say to what the actual audience needs to hear. Right. Um, and, And that's what she said. She said, how to have a healthy love affair. And I was uh, like, I could definitely work with that. <laughs> and that consistency. So we've got a talk that's labeled with the same language of, as the book. And we've got a follow-up sequence after people request a copy of the book that talks about the same, um, that talks about the elements in the same way. 
there's mm-hmm. a um, the the material, the whole framework. I often talk about the eight profit actors frame. Can't trip it over my words. I often mm-hmm. talk about the eight profit activators framework that we use across all of the business on this side. Mm-hmm. And one of the mm-hmm. super strong benefits there is it's consistent and it gives people eight hooks to kind of hang their hat on and understand where they are through. And I think that's very similar to what you've got in a consistent model, a consistent language, a consistent message. And as you're looking at engaging more people, it's just a way of bringing them through and not necessarily introducing new words or new terminologies or new things at each different stage. It just really streamlines that process through to the point yeah. that you've got the opportunity to have a call with them or get on the phone or an email or or that one-on-one interaction. Yeah. Such a great opportunity. It, it so, really is. Mm-hmm. So, what I wanted to do today, and just make sure that you're getting some value out of this, and it's not just me talking, uh, talking in your <laughs> general direction, is uh-huh. to pick up on some of the beyond the book stuff. So, the last couple of weeks of podcasts, we've been talking about this a lot. What can you do once you've written it to? have it there effective at the end of the day if it was just something that was sat on the shelf might be an interesting exercise but it hasn't really isn't turned into that much new business so i think if we focus on the event obviously because that's coming up in a couple of days and how you can use the book at the event and and the follow-up sequence afterwards but then also wanted to quickly talk about uh, the kind of networking and referral side of things because i think one of the biggest opportunity both for yourself and as people are listening to this is looking for that low-hanging fruit it's all well and good to think about this whole new campaign that you could set up and uh, a whole new funnel and the book is a whole new thing but actually if you can use it to amplify or tweak or augment some of the things that you're doing already that low-hanging fruit means that at least you're getting some movement some additional benefit and then think of the bigger things the more complicated things afterwards so I want to make sure that we've got time to touch on both of those. So starting with the event, um, it, do you know how many people are attending, how many attendees there are? Yes, the goal is 200, mm-hmm, 200 Fantastic. women. And do you know if you'll get the opportunity, so some events are structured in a slightly different way. Some of them you'll get the name and email address of the delegates anyway, just as part of, of being a speaker. Or do you know if it's more of an opportunity that you don't get those details, so you've actually got to make a connection with anyone who were to want to raise their hand in the event? Yes, great question. So, no, I don't get those, uh, uh, their data, but I, um, their database, I should say. But I do have, uh, I'm a presenter, so I'll be speaking for 20 minutes. Also, I also opted in as to be an vendor so that I can roll out this book. So it's almost like my first rollout. I'm also going to have T-shirts and, and bookmarks. So, And I'm also having, I, I love Hand and Stone as a massage place here. So they're coming to do massages. So in order to get the massage, they'll give me their name and their um, email, if you will, of, of interest. But also, I'm going to use the GoGo client technology where you can ask them to text you their information as well when I speak from the stage. So that allows anybody that's already in the room to make sure that I get their information and they also get connected to me so I can have follow-up emails about the event. So that's the technology I'm using right now. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So I think that's going to be perfect because from stage it's a relatively small room it's not like you're trying to broadcast to thousands of people it's mm-hmm. quite small and intimate and there's mm-hmm. a couple of opportunities within that 20 minutes to both put that text to join number up there and say hey yeah. i'd love you're the first guys to ever see this in the world this is a uh, this is a substitute for a book tour this has just been captured i've had so much feedback about the way that we frame the healthy love affair model that a number of people have been bugging me for ages to get this written down somewhere so this is hot off the press i really want mm-hmm. to share this with you um i know that we've just put an order through that uh, that has just arrived so the number i don't know how big that order was that order um wasn't enough for a physical copy for everyone at the event, was it? It is not. It's 60 copies. So I'm going to set up pre-orders. Don't really know how to do that technology-wise. I know it's probably an option to do that on GoGo Client where people can log on there and like maybe pay for it. And that's something I'll need support from, maybe from my awesome gym, gym uh, GoGo Client. But I'm wondering how to do that. That would be a great idea. How once I run out of books to allow people to still purchase and I kind of ship them out to them and do they cover the shipping? You know, I'm curious as to how to set that up. Yeah. Um, 
it comes down to a lot of the time just the price and effort and um each person's different depends on how much effort they can put into it um there's two options basically one option is to make it the book available on amazon and just point people in that direction and then amazon fulfill it but the problem there is that you don't get any of the details um amazon doesn't share the contact details with the purchasers with you in any way so that's okay but it's not great from a, a lead generation point of view so really looking at fulfilling the orders yourself and whether that is um unfortunately now create space which is the the actual printing arm of amazon they used to be able they used to have their own storefront so that it was okay. possible for you to get some more information in order through a slightly different channel, but that's no longer the case. So the only option okay. really, unless you find another print on demand company, which is debatably worth the, that's a lot of overhead. So it would definitely have to be worthwhile for, to do that. In this particular scenario, there's 200 people at the event. You've got a certain number of books there anyway. A subset of people are going to be interested, even if it's a relatively high subset, because there's a there's a good audience match. So you're probably only talking about by the time you've you've used the copies that you've got, maybe fulfilling a hundred additional orders, if that. To be honest, yeah. Um, so I would probably just deal with those people directly, and whether you set up a shopping cart yourself. So one of the easiest ways of doing that is there's a website service called Squarespace, and it's almost like a plug and play type storefront or whether it's just a case of emailing email me your details and here's my paypal email address and send some payments through and, and that's the way to go um and then just fulfilling them yourself because the numbers are relatively low the other thing that might be worth thinking about is and again it's a cost benefit analysis type thing is whether it's worth giving the copies away to that particular audience, have it as a bigger launch. If it's a group of female entrepreneurs locally in your area already, so that group of people, as opposed to something either out of area or a group that, that wasn't as dialed into what you offer if the match wasn't quite so good, these guys are going to be the the hottest of hot prospects in the sense that the audience match is the closest to the service that you provide. So you might want to consider having um, the books at two fifteen each plus shipping. So that maybe works out at like say three dollars each. There's two hundred people there, so whatever that that math extrapolates out to, it might be worth using the opportunity to promote it as a, as giving it away, as giving it to them, or maybe say there's a, there's a, a fixed number of them that you can give away, but without having to for this particular group without having to charge like a per book price when if there's a way of kind of amplifying the benefit a little bit more of saying um i want to give you a copy of this because it's so important for me to get this message out there i know that it can help so head over to the the, the stall at the back we've got a certain number with us but if we can't um if if we run out of them and, and you can't get a copy, I'll be sure to put a copy in the post to you afterwards because that's going to be an, a way of getting their uh, name, email address, phone numbers, address details and really connect, make that bigger connection. So for the overhead of the mental overhead of trying to set up a store and, and do all of that in, well, what's really only seven days now before the event, it might be, okay. the, the better choice might be just to bite the bullet on the cost of the books and, and then say that you'll... Uh, you'll give them away. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking about the follow-up. Oh, we also have the PDF version that could be given away, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you make a, that brings up an interesting point because in another scenario, if the group wasn't as, and I might, I might be misrepresenting it as well, this might not be the hottest group of people so if i'm going off on a bit of a tangent i mean just just correct for for my error but um if it was another environment so let's say let's say you had this event this weekend and then the following weekend there was an event that you were doing at um at um at the university as part of a mentoring program for the um students that are going through there so that second event hypothetical event might not be as dialed in so for ones like that we 
I would typically say to people, go down the digital route because the costs are lower. If the audience isn't such a direct match, then it's okay. not worth the cost of like the physical cost. For sure. this group though, if this group is really, if the, if this group represents 200 of your ideally perfect prospects, then it mm-hmm. might be worth thinking about the physical one. Just in that differentiation. So the book and the knowledge are, um, sorry, the knowledge that's in the book is the same, the physical version to the digital version, but the, the psychological value of the two is slightly different. Um, yeah. So you kind of put the put the wood behind the right arrow um, or, or um, I can't think of another metaphor, but, <laughs> but uh, put the effort into or sacrifice the costs or the expense or yeah. the effort into where it's more worthwhile. Um, but oh, the digital version, absolutely that's the case. And you couldn't. You mentioned GoGo before as the, the the CRM platform, the tool. So we've got already we've got the website set up for the for the book, the the main yeah. one that we're using, which is yourhealthyloveaffair.com. And we talked about yeah. that as being the the place where you can send everyone, because GoGo makes it very easy to set up new landing pages. In theory, you could buy another domain, which was um phillydivasloveaffair.com and then duplicate the landing page in very similar way so the process is the same but tweak the words on there so that the words are absolutely dialed into that audience got it mm-hmm. on the back of the all the other thing to do is just kind of um time shift it so knowing that your healthy love affair.com although i mean we're talking about now on the podcast it might get some people who are listening in opting in just to see what the process is but um but apart from that what you could say to yourself is okay that uh that domain's only just gone live no one else really knows about it for the next two weeks i'll i'll tweak the words on there so they're specifically tailored to this event because i know most of the traffic is going to come from this event and then two yeah. weeks further down the track, I'll make it more generic. So the option of, of tailoring it and dialing it into this audience and mm-hmm. kind of using all of the psychological, uh, the persuasion type hooks of, of closing the, the gap between, Hey, I'm the person that you saw speaking on stage and maybe we had a quick conversation getting coffee afterwards on this landing page now hey remember it's me we've we've spoken there's a familiarity move forward through the process so that would be another option as well to if you did want to go down the digital route of just tailoring either that landing page or or a dedicated landing page and then equally the follow-up sequence as well so you know that people who fill out the details to this hypothetical philly philly divas healthy love affair landing page you know those people have come from that source so the email follow-up sequence can be absolutely dialed in as well and maybe make references back to the event or or put the connections in there that will connect them in that experience on that day to the thing that they're now reading a week or two later I love it. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy to make sure that uh, they get access to the content because, again, that's our goal, right, is just to raise the conversation, yeah. hear, hear the conversation and, and have someone raise their hand that caused that invisible audience to raise their hand and go, that's me, I need your service. So I like that, to, to kind of play with that, the book you know, versus the, the digital version or both of some kind of combination. Yeah. Another option might be doing things like I'm thinking about live events generally now. So it might be the opportunity to add something to it. So um, maybe say that there is a, a, a draw element to anyone that requests a copy at the event here. I'm giving away or not choose better words than giving away, but I'm uh, going to do two 15 minute calls with two of the people who have opted in um and then add if your time is more flexible if you've got uh because you're doing this and it's like me doing these these calls it's it's enjoyable and, and easy for me to do I, I like talking to people and kind of brainstorming different ideas so if at an event offering more of of my time it's not there isn't kind of a direct correlation with costs so um adding something like that into kind of um I want to say incentivize people, but engage people is probably a better way of saying it. Engage people a little bit more with 
taking the decision to take the first step now. So that might be an option, yeah. particularly again, if these guys are the hottest because they're the closest to where you are. Yes. So what we have is at the table, we'll have one side of the table, it says 15 minute consultation. And then the other one is saying 15 minute regist- registration. So for someone that still has a call, a, a, oh, a, you know, objective, a question, a concern, they can sign up for actual consultation that within the next 72 hours, I'm going to call, we're going to have a conversation, get any clarity they need, uh, objective. Um, maybe they need to talk to a spouse and all three of us on the line and either get started and it's a fit or it's not a fit and they might want to still just be part of the newsletter, blog, or, you know, emails. Um, so that's also how I'm giving the opportunity to stay connected because uh, it's a busy, packed day. So I want anyone yeah. that wants the opportunity to connect with me to do so, but it might not work for them. They might have all of their classes, boom, boom, boom. And it's also fitness going on. It's lots of vendors about about 20 vendors and about 18 speakers through that day so right. i want to give them you so know, plenty of opportunity yeah say it again um yeah that's a lot going on in the in the yeah. uh at the event yeah exactly so i'm going to be walking the floor as well and i'm going to be meeting people i'm going to refer them back to my table i have five ladies working with me so i'm always going to have a lady with me because uh, those conversations get pretty pretty thick, I, I can imagine, and, and people want to pull you to the side, Stuart, and start yeah. telling you their story, which I am so open. I love to hear people's story. However, that wouldn't be the right place. So I have a lady that, that can come up and go, hey, let's get you back to Focus Table so you can set up a, a personal call and you all can talk later and like really dig deep, right, and she wants to spend that time. So that yeah. way I can keep moving throughout the floor as well, but I also want to honor that female because it's an all-women's event, and I want to honor that female and make sure she has the time that she actually once as well so that's what we created that whole system so that someone's always with me to pin, pull them back to the table and get that contact versus sitting there and i, I can't spend 20 minutes with one person you know in the middle of the floor Just so I wanna... yeah exactly it does get such a, a, a squash on everyone's time and uh, there's so yeah. much going on to be able to yeah. have another person to kind of step in and and keep things moving fantastic idea do you have yeah. yet a kind of a follow-up sequence in place already, like an email follow-up sequence to move people on in the conversation after they've opted in? Yeah, great question. So I see that option in Google Clients. So I've been looking at the videos to try to learn how to do that, which I think is very unique. It's a great way to do it to keep the conversation going. And I, and I see you and Dean uh, shot me some emails, very short, but yet it keeps the conversation and in, in your conscious. So I will definitely be setting that up. Also, what I have is starting May 9th. So the event is May 5th. One of the options I'm offering for those that don't know me or love me yet, <laughs> but they're interested <laughs> But they're interested in what I'm talking about. I have a six-week course called Create Your Life with Focus Through Affirmations. Through Affirmations. That's one of my tools. So for six weeks straight, we're going to take one area of life. I have a will of life that's in the book. It's called the Focus Will of Life. So we would take, for instance, money, finances, and that hour we'll talk on Wednesday from 7 to 8, and we'll talk about finance and generate a higher level of thinking and create actual affirmations. And they'll be able to then, um, the last 20 minutes, and we'll, go, we'll have a Facebook page that they'll be able to post their affirmations and talk about what they're looking to do through it or what may have already happened. So that's also the follow-up that they can register for that right there in the event and or throughout those 72 hours that I'm going to be talking to those people, I'm going to offer the coaching packages. And for those that are ready to get started, if not, and they just want to kind of dip their toe in and see, you know, what the world of the focus of love is, they can also register for that affirmation course as well. Fantastic. So that affirmation course, is that a lower level paid course or is that a free introductory um, yeah, like yeah, I love what you're asking. So that w- what I will offer free um, is the consultation. If someone's really interested and we talk for that 15 minutes and now they want to pull their spouse, I'll offer them an actual 30 minute consultation for those ladies that's in that Diva uh, uh, event, Diva Philly Diva event at no cost, right? So that's the free. Uh, the lower rate, like you just shared, yes, that's normally a higher cost, but for the Diva Girls event, it's only going to be $287 for a six-week course. Um, and so that uh, we all get together and really create our life inside of that, that they can take away that nuggets, whether they bring me as their coach or not. Yeah. Fantastic. So I think with that, having a 
hard start date on the 9th, thinking about that email follow-up sequence that really guides towards that as the step. So you've probably seen it on some of our emails. And mm-hmm. um, where else might you have seen it? On the More Cheese Less Whiskers podcast, if you've, if I think you're on that list as well. So the super signature that's on all of the emails that goes out, the way that we structure that email campaign is when someone probably not on the podcast one, but the book one, for example, as you were talking about, there's three or four emails that specifically are in that uh, channel, in that direction. There's an immediate and very specific follow-up sequence that guides people towards the next step. So with the book one, it's towards starting the book. For you, I think it would be that date of May the 9th is a very specific date there's a start date for something so having the follow-up sequence um that guides people towards that as the next step is i think that should definitely be the email sequence the autoresponder should be around that and then you can drop people into the broader campaign and the broader campaign which is just regular updates as regular as you can make it so for us it's around the podcast but all of those have got a ps and a super signature in there that says by the way, here are three or four ways that I can help you whenever you're ready. Number one, make sure you get, uh, make sure you complete a copy of the focus of love with the wheel of life and send me a copy of that. Number two, um, it's join this lower level program, a kind of what we refer to sometimes as a, a mafia offer, a way of people starting with you at a, a lower commitment. And then number three, for those people who really want to get started now, here's uh join and here's the way of getting involved in the coaching program and really stepping forward so does that um does that make sense that i think with the ninth being a hard deadline on something that is starting the audience for the opt-ins at the moment know specifically what you're talking about and what you're leading towards because they will have seen you talking about it so that follow-up sequence being dedicated to that outcome i think that's the best for for this next couple of weeks because that's nice okay. and consistent um, yeah i think that's perfect i think that's a it's very streamlined it keeps the conversation going because you know when confused minds do nothing so i want to make sure that it's very yeah. spelled out and it's very clear mm-hmm. yeah so i think just diving into a bit of detail on what that email campaign structure might be we did a podcast as as people listening to this i think it would have been two shows before where we were talking about specifically that email follow-up sequence so there's a bit more of a deeper dive there um if you haven't got had a chance to listen to it it'll be episode 56 or 57 i think um okay so in there what we want to do is move people along so if we know that we've only got four or five days well, only actually three or four days really for people to get started. So what we want to do is kind of amplify the message and then consistently give them opportunities to take the step and get on board. But we don't want to just send them emails that says, hey, remember me, I'm great, you should join this program. What we want to do is give them more, because they should know that already. (laughs) Um, But what we want to do is give them more value and kind of, again, as we've said before, kind of amplify the message and go a little bit deeper into it. So looking through the chapter structure of the book, there's obviously the chapter structure mirrors to a certain degree the stages of the wheel. We don't really have enough time to go into each of them in any in any detail because it's only a short period of time it's only a couple of days so what i'd be tempted to do is pick the two that you know resonate the most with people assumedly some of them will resonate more than others that's just typically the way things work and go go deep into those a little bit more now because in theory all of these people have got a copy of the book and have read it you've got the opportunity in the email to refer back to the book and refer back to the thing that they've already got so rather than having to reinvent the wheel and create an email campaign of of brand new stuff you can just refer back to the stuff that they've already got and then kind of subtly make the point that really you want to dive into this a little bit deeper and you want to give yourself a way of uh, give yourself the time and the 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 gift if you like of putting some dedicated effort into this but i think you can do that by um by going deeper and again it depends slightly on what 
is the easiest way for you to create additional content. So some people it's writing, some people it's it's talking on audio, other people it's videos, um, some people it's it's graphics and images. So depending on what you're the most comfortable with, taking one of those um or, or taking two of those elements over that three or four day period and going deep into them and following up with an email and saying Hey, focus. I just wanted to follow up with an email. Um, I got a lot of great comments and feedback after the event. And one of the common themes that I saw was people asking about this particular element on page, some whatever it is of the book. So I just want to take this opportunity to reach out and share with you some of my thoughts that I was able to share with the people that were asking me that question directly. What I find is, and then whatever the thing is to amplify the message. Now, the easiest way might be to do that in audio and i know we've done that as part of the initial book follow-up so it might be to do more of the same if that was easy for you to create because there there is a time constraint around doing this um but it might be something like that allow you to amplify a little bit and dive a little bit deeper and then the the ps in the first email just say ps if you want to join the program then then do it here and then on the fourth email which is probably going to be about the day before the the event then say to someone then you can have the more direct message of saying um hey focus i'm getting together with a a group of people to run through this did you want to join us and just have a kind of short personal expecting a reply type email that then directly asks them it's a bit like the gary vaynerchuk kind of jab 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 right hook type thing of give 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 some more information and, and then ask yeah, I'm thinking that this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, so this podcast isn't going to go up until um, you're at the event. So I'll send you the audio of this, obviously, afterwards, and then you can refer back to it as well. So um, I'll, I'll make sure to get that to you. Thank you. Um, I've just realized the time, and as always with these podcasts, I talk far too much and the time goes far <laughs> too fast. So I did want to quickly touch on the kind of referrals and um, a, a networking element quickly or maybe just the referrals one actually because the networking one is is kind of broadly similar to what we've just been talking about it's just in a slightly okay. different context so maybe let's hit the referrals one just before i jump off what we've been talking about though was there anything any element of that follow-up sequence or any questions or anything that you know that's happening on the event that you want to ask about that we didn't have a chance to mention yeah, well, you definitely spoke to it very quickly, and that is what to give away and what to what to sell, if you will. Because I know right. most of the time people sit up straight when they buy something. They, right. they show up on time, they show up on time, they stay later. Versus you give it to them, they come late and leave early. So yeah. my challenge of that psychology is that if you give it away, they don't have a stake in the game to pay attention and most likely won't get the most out of it. So as much mm-hmm. as I wouldn't even mind giving out all the books, but my, my, my experience, especially here in this tri-state area versus of other places I've been to, when a stake is in the game, they're in. You know, they're dedicated. They want to bleed everything out of it, which I, I, I listen, I'm filled up and ready to deliver with my overflow and would love to, to give all I had. But what I noticed is that in this particular area, it doesn't work that way. People kind of fall back. They don't see the value as much, Stuart. Can you speak to that? And we can definitely end. And I heard you say the time is near. Yeah, definitely. So typically what we say is that don't let non-five-star prospects get in the way of five-star prospects. So for Mm -hmm. all of the tire kickers that are out there, Mm -hmm. it would be... Um, it would be unfortunate or a mistake to not give something to someone that did turn into a five-star prospect just because mm. the majority of people aren't five-star prospects. So that Brilliant. that is something that we think about as much as possible. The job of work of this first stage of the process, um, so yeah. the eight profit activated models that we've got, number one, profit activated, one is selecting that single target market. Number two is then identifying and getting people to raise their hand. And then number three is educate and motivate them over time to make a decision to to interact with you, to buy with you or to, to take that next step. So oftentimes what people do is join together number two and number three. They try and do the, they try and convert and identify in the same step. And that is um, that comes across in in the way that you were saying there that there's there's tire kickers are separate from 
um, the five-star prospects. But still, if the job of work of profit number two is to identify the people, knowing that not everyone's ready today, then yeah. someone who you give something to but doesn't necessarily respond immediately, they're either a tire kicker and will always be a tire kicker or, or it's just not the right match. Or it might yeah. be that they are a good prospect. It's just the timing isn't quite right. So if you didn't have the opportunity to collect their name and email address details, you'd never know because that yeah. your path would separate again. If mm -hmm. you do collect their details, even if they don't respond immediately, if you are doing this thing, like we do with the podcast, particularly of having a regular reason to reach out to people and get the message in front of them, then they might yeah. be ready in six months time. And therefore, if you didn't capture their details, um, you, you would never know. So that's usually the, the principle that we're coming from. One option mm -hmm. that there might be, just bearing in mind that if you can do some sifting and sorting and tell the difference between colder prospects versus hotter prospects, one option might be the digital version versus the physical version. So if you've okay. got a way of packaging the physical version so that it adds more value, so give the digital version away say to people hey if i want to get this in we're all in the room now i'm talking from stage the door's closed at the back i really want to get this message out to every single one of you but obviously it's impractical to give everyone a physical book because um because think of the trees <laughs> um yeah and yeah. the money. Um, but I want to get this message to all of you. So I'm going to put the offer out there. If everyone wants a copy of the book, then feel free, head over to the website, text to join. I'll make sure you get a digital copy of the book. I know that some people this is really resonating for, and those guys, we can really make a difference. And that's all I want to make sure that you guys get something even, uh, even more, uh, even more powerful, even a, a quicker start, something that you can actually grab and, and run with. So we have got some physical copies of the book here in addition to that i've also included something else uh, something of low value so what you're trying to maybe do is move the price point of the book from i mean we know that it costs 215 to, to print so maybe we're trying to move it to ten dollars because at the end of the day it's a nice round number and then you're not messing around with change and ten dollars is yeah. a round number that people can grab yeah. But adding something to it, so maybe you have, um, if there's the, there's the wheel of life in the book, but maybe you've got some assets already, some things already that more graphically represent the wheel of life. So maybe you can print some of those off and create like a little pamphlet or a booklet, or maybe there can be... Um, maybe you can put a this audio example that we were talking about maybe you can dive yeah. into detail on how to complete the wheel of life so the yeah. wheel of life workshop maybe position it as a workshop that you did with some people and you recorded your kind of presentation yeah. section of it and then just write that in as a as a link in the pamphlet thing that you give away with the books or say with the books i've like written in the front cover a URL that you can go to, a secret URL that you can go to where, I, where you can listen to the presentation I made about completing this exact thing. So increasing the value of it without going crazy. It's not like you're trying to say to people, here's $100 for the book and there's all of these other yeah. things with it. Yeah. But it's yeah. just a way of differentiating. You've still got the opportunity to collect all of the leads, but yeah. you've got an opportunity to kind of sift and sort and differentiate into the, the hotter leads. Excellent. Um, so that is that one. Um, the referrals one, I just wanted to quickly mention, just because this has come up three or four times recently, I'm going to do a separate podcast on it. We did touch on it briefly a couple of weeks ago, but I just wanted to dive into it in a bit more detail. So the referral opportunity for anyone who's doing referrals already or who has business already, there's that opportunity to kind of amplify the book's launch by sending um, a communication and email to your existing customers and say, hey, I just wanted you to be the first time. We've worked really closely together. I've loved every minute of it. We've got a good relationship um, and we, we've done a lot of good stuff. I wanted you to be the first to know that I've written a, a book that covers all of it. I'd love to send you a copy of it and then you can send them the digital copy of it. Just say, reply and let me know and I'll, I'll send you a digital copy of it. But then also Wonderful. say, I know that a lot of people 
want to share the message with their friends, but sometimes they struggle to get it in the right, uh, get the right context or use the right words. So if you've got a friend that would get a lot from this book, just let me know and I'll send you a copy of it that you can give to them. The reason we say do that rather than give me their email address and I'll send them a copy is obviously people are resistant. They don't want to give up their friends details. So if you've got a copy of kind of facilitating that orchestrated referral, that personal referral through the book, it's probably in, in most cases, it's worth the the money of, of giving the book to someone to then give to someone else. So sure. the, the challenge then or the trick is that you haven't got that final person's details immediately so you want to include with it a next step that that person can take the third person can take in order that you can capture their details so that might be something like having a downloadable version of the wheel of life or saying i like the audio version that we've the audio um uh companion thing that we've already done just write in a quick note into the book or include a note in the book that says, Hey, I'd love to share you some additional stuff. Um, this is a bit of a, again, a bit of a, a, a secret thing that I did for some people else. Uh, some other people, sorry for a different scenario, but I wanted to make sure that you've got this. So if you head over to this landing page and stick in your details, I'll make sure you get a copy. So then you're not asking for their details in the first instance, but in the second instance, there's an easy low commitment way of collecting those yeah. details. Um, so from orchestrating referrals that's often a very good way of doing it because it it isn't asking for friends to give up their friends email addresses it's allowing the way of yeah evolving the relationship versus being forceful i I like that i like to be enrolling i want volunteers there's a volunteer arm (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly it's that passionate army of people who are really dialed into your message and the and the way of uh, the way of thinking about it it's uh yeah it's a great uh opportunity and uh, i mean at some point in the future we'll have a chance to talk about uh testimonials and follow-ups and using the book as the kind of the the thing to start a whole load of other conversations around but um but yeah how was how was that i think we covered a lot of things i'm always conscious about talking too much and giving too many um like overload not giving people too many ideas i give people ideas all day but uh, but overloading (laughs) um i think those that we've talked about are a good uh that's going to be a great start particularly given that in the time frame of the next couple of weeks there's some specific things happening Yes, awesome. And I and I'll end with this with my with my two cents of it all. I love the Google client phone number that you can have. So I got the eight five five focus to you, right? That's my number Fantastic. where people can not only text their email to, which is really cool for those that don't actually want to talk to someone. But I love that there's a tool there that they can actually listen to an overview of my services. And then it's a couple of options to press to, to get more detail of different things and or leave me a voicemail. I love that because it allows people to kind of get to know without actually calling and having to speak to a person directly and feeling like it's going to be a hard sale, which is which I'm not into exactly. it. I, I want you to yeah. be transformed as much as you want to be transformed. So <laughs> I don't want to be harder than you. So but I love that it gives that distance enough for a person to kind of, you know, tip around and get some education and see if they want to go further versus it being any other way. So I love that tool on the Google client. Fantastic. And like you say, it's such a, I've got a term that I refer to a lot, kind of the minimum viable commitment. It's just helping people take that minimum viable commitment step by step by step that eventually gets them when they're ready to the point that they're as committed to their outcome as you are. And then the whole thing is a lot more successful. Yeah. Exactly. Brilliant. All right. So, Al, what date is it now? So, a week on, um, as we're recording now, next week this will go up. So, as people are listening to this now, sort of have uh, take a moment to think about focus because she'll probably be talking about this on stage. If (laughs) anyone wants to see the see the book that we're talking about and and it's really is a great read i I just love the positioning of it so head over to yourhealthyloveaffair.com and then you can see some of the things that we've been talking about um i think that's that's a, a great step and anyone that's in the philadelphia area or i guess even not in the philadelphia area if they if you listen to this and, and resonate with the message that focus has got definitely reach out to her and uh 
yeah, it's, I think this is just such a great framework. You've got such a great opportunity, particularly with the event coming up now. But the whole message is so dialed in. It's uh, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Awesome. Thank you, Stuart. And everybody's been wonderful at 90 Minute uh, Book. So grateful. When they told me I had to put my head down for about six months to write this book, I said, it got to be another way. <laughs> Everybody's not doing that. It got to be another way. Thank you for having, for you and Dean and where he was when he got the notion to have it. I really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. And uh, well, thank you for being so great. It's uh, as we said, just before we started, uh, started recording this is the first time that we've spoke although we've emailed in the past but it's definitely not the first time that i know the team speaking to you because uh every time they do i, I hear about it because it's such a great uh your passion comes across and, and comes through so thanks focus thanks everyone for listening if you want to see the show notes then head across to 90minutebooks.com forward slash podcast if you want to be a guest on the show as well and we can talk through some of your ideas whether you're part way through doing a book already or whether you're just thinking about getting it started then follow the be a guest link on the podcast page there and we get some schedules um as focus said rather than dedicating six months in a cabin with a candle writing a book then obviously the easiest way to uh, to get started is to follow the guest started links on the 90minutebook.com website and we can uh, we can then get a call with you in a, in a couple of months time and see how your book is uh, how your book can best be used so thanks again focus i'm looking forward to speaking to you again soon and thanks everyone for listening we'll keep you posted awesome you're welcome